2: What's up boys? Saturday Quick Hits here with Notebook Wagering. I'm Q, sitting across from Smitty and Nails. Jake Cam's not gonna be joining with us. He's out on a business trip in Las Vegas. Uh, so we we sent him out there and um, he's gonna be holding down the fort representing us out there. So um, we'll touch base with him when he gets back. So we're gonna hold the fort down and get right into this Saturday Quick Hits. You guys got anything before we start
0: rocking? Yeah, real quick. That business trip is in air quotes. <laughs> hey, people don't need to know that. That's
1: <laughs> how- <laughs> He's out there making connections for us. That's right. You know, you never know what he's doing out there. Say, the only thing I'll say real quick before we get in, I know this is a college or college show, but that NFL game last night was money.
2: Yes, it was. Welcome to NFL. I, I, I tweeted it out and it was, just not even like player or, or actual game related, but it was so refreshing just to see that place packed with fans and loud. It was just oh, I just felt felt so free of COVID for two and a half three hours, and and it was just immaculate. So I'm I'm excited. It's going to be a fun football season. We get an extra game. Uh, I'm really excited.
0: Uh, I'll I'll add one thing to that. F Dallas.
2: I oblige.
1: I, I I had Dallas winning the division. Um, again, I had a teaser Tampa. Luckily, I got on it early and got it down to one and a half. So my teaser is still live with Kansas City as a pick'em. But I was impressed, man. That was a good. But the same thing, and, and then I'm done with this. Is Dallas scores a lot, but they give up a lot. I, I,
0: I'll I'll say F Dallas. You can tell <laughs> where my alliances are, but at the same time, being a smart guy that i like to think i might be i i actually put some pizza money on dak for mvp uh like a month ago so
1: man it didn't look nice. like he meant miss, he missed anything my no, that's good a, that's a nice
0: start even though they lost
2: looked like the only thing he missed was second round of the playoffs
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, let's just jump right into this so like i said uh pre-show we have some weird times tomorrow i don't know what it is maybe it's just Something to do with uh, 9-11, I'm not, not entirely sure. But I could say in all my years of watching college football, I've never seen an 11 a.m. kickoff on the East Coast. So we have Illinois traveling to Virginia. Virginia laying 10 and a half. Do you guys have anything?
0: No, uh, I'm sorry. I don't have anything. I don't have any action on it. But I actually I, I do have a strong feeling to put money on Virginia. But I'd like to get Virginia possibly under the, the double digits. If I can get them at nine and a half by kickoff tomorrow, that would be great.
1: Yeah, I'm playing this one. Hi, I gave this out. I gave my plays out today. I might add one or two throughout the day. But yeah, if you, I wish I didn't write it down in the notebook, but man, there is a major string going right now with the under with Virginia games. And 11 a.m. kickoff. I like that. A little early, a little early. Hopefully these boys are out maybe at a kegger tonight. Maybe they're not ready to roll in there early tomorrow. But I think this is not a bad game. Virginia, you know, they, they have a good quarterback once, you know, fling the ball around, likes to pass a little bit. Um, Illinois, you know, their their secondary is not bad. They're not bad. I think Illinois will try to run the ball a little bit and try to keep UVA off the field. So what did I do? Oh, of course, teaser King Smitty. Put the crown on. I might do it. Maybe I'll do a video tomorrow. We'll have to see. I got them in a teaser. And I'll, I'll bounce the game here in a little bit if the boys don't bring it up. But I'll just throw it out right now. Why not? Virginia, Illinois, under 61 and a half.
2: Yeah, I like that play a lot. Early under.
1: And then I don't know if we're going to hit on this because I'm not the host. Q's the host. I don't know if he's going to hit on this game. I took South Alabama. I can't even remember who they're playing right now off the top of my head. We'll have to throw that in. I like them. I'm going to take them minus eight.
2: Q's we'll the We'll circle back around. Yeah, we're um,
1: going to circle, but that's my teaser. I'm taking the under 61 and a half, tease it up six points, take it up, take the under, and then match that with South Alabama. South,
0: South Alabama plays at 4 o'clock. They travel to Bowling Green University. Okay, oh, yeah, that's Smitty right. Lane eight, the original line is plus 14 Bowling Green.
1: Yeah, I love the quarterback. I I have him on my fantasy. I like the guy. Guy had a great game, played at Utah, came back, came down to Southern uh, Alabama. Tolbert, uh, the wide receiver, they have a stud wide receiver. They're going to blow out Bowling Green. So take them down to eight. Take the points down, 61 and a half. There's a teaser.
2: All right, moving on. VMI, Kent State. I got nothing, you guys? Nothing. Nothing. Kent State rolls.
0: I, I don't even see a line on that.
2: All right. Western Kentucky Army, Army Lane 6, anything?
0: No play personally, but I heard some guys talk about it seems to be gaining some traction. Uh, The over actually seems to be gaining a lot of steam here. Vegas total over under 52. Maybe look the over tomorrow. All right. Yeah,
1: this, this, let me, I'm going to jump in here. This is an interesting game to me. I had nothing on this. But Western Kentucky's quarterback, I, I believe, threw seven touchdowns or like six it touchdowns did. last week. Yeah. So different styles here. Western Kentucky wants to throw the ball. Where Army's going to run the ball and run that, you know, wishbone kind of offense here, it's tough to go against Army, man. I think Army, I think Army covers it. I'm not playing it, but I would take Army.
2: All right.
0: Anything in the Auburn game? Nothing. They, they know they no. Were- They're playing the Alabama State. Uh, Murder Hornets, it looks like. I don't even know who
2: they are. (laughs) All right. Anybody touch the Minnesota game? I know there's some traction on Twitter. Nothing.
0: Nothing for us. Nothing
1: nothing for me.
2: I'm interested to see what Minnesota's offense does. It sounds like Altman Bell, their number one receiver, should be back the Ibrahims out for the season. Uh, So that'll just be interesting to see how they respond to that. Obviously playing Miami of Ohio. Um, but I'm curious to see if they still stay with a run game or they're just uh, all out of salt with Altman Bell and uh, the receiver from Texas A&M.
1: Yeah, that kid, that kid, that Texas A&M, the transfer played unbelievable against Ohio State. I mean, and you got Tanner Morgan. I want to see them throw a little bit more now. I think you have the guys that can maybe throw the ball. I mean, I know they were running. And again, that was one of my fantasy guys. Of course, he got hurt. Ronnie Bell got hurt. So it just... Uh, Keeps going on and on and on here. So,
2: all right. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Pittsburgh minus three and a half, over 56 and a half. Do you guys have a play?
0: I actually do. Uh, Smitty and uh, Kaminsky would love it. <laughs> Somebody talked me into grabbing Pitt at minus three. The line is now up to minus three and a half. I bet this at the gym tonight. I uh, heard some good info on it. I don't personally like it. I got talked into it. So the guy is worried about all the transfers for Tennessee and Hypel just not gelling yet. And Pitt being a veteran team, he thinks they can go on the road and steal one here.
1: Listen, I, I'm on Pitt. Listen to our ACC show. I told you, they're going to hit the over with win totals. They're going to win this game. They're four and one ATS last five. Joe Milton I'm a Michigan fan, I'm a, I am watch Michigan all the time. And I even bragged up Joe Milton and he stabbed me in the back. He's not good. He had horrible numbers against Bowling Green. They're gonna struggle. Pitt's defense is pretty good. I love the Pitt quarterback, Pickett. I like their weapons. Pitt will win this game. They're gonna be 2-0 and my future bet's gonna look beautiful. Like I told you it was. Take Pitt, Hill Pitt.
2: They're going to win. Yeah, I don't have any uh, any money on this game, but I would I would lean. If you could buy even a half a point, get Pitt minus three on the road, I would lean that as well. I like Kenny Pickett; he's a leader. I like Narduzzi' defensive scheme. I think it'll cause problems for Joe Milton. All right, moving on. We have let's touch on this game before we get to the big game: South Carolina versus East Carolina. The line is currently South Carolina minus two. I actually do have that play. I do like South Carolina. I think they're just athletically a better team than East Carolina. I think Houston is in a total rebuild at East Carolina. Um, I think he's doing a a decent job, but I think Shane Beamer coming from big time football. um, I think a lot of the teams um, thought that South Carolina was going to be a pushover. They handled business last week. They do have a veteran quarterback who played at North Dakota state. Um, he didn't play too too well last year, but it was a COVID year, so I'm going to throw it out. Um, they have a stud running back. I, I think they're just going to pound the ball down East Carolina's throat. They're bigger, they're faster. Um, again, they're they're a better recruiting team. Uh, so I think at the end of the day, South Carolina is going to go into Greenville and just come out with a, a probably seven to ten point win. I love
0: it. Uh, here's my kicker on this. I actually have action on it, but I bet it on Sunday. When I saw that South Carolina was a two-point dog, I got the Gamecocks plus two. That's a four and a half point swing. Sign me up for that all week. Go Gamecocks. Go Steve Tannehill.
1: Well, I like Steve Tannehill. We're gonna try to bring him back on. I don't. I'm not touching this, and I'm not so sure who'd they beat. Eastern Illinois. whoop de doo I'm not impressed. I know East. Uh, I know East Carolina didn't do much either. I'm Not so fast, my friends. I think this one's tight, and I think they could, This could be a big loss for the Gamecocks.
0: Well, we'll see. See. I got yeah. Scored. At the same point, you're not sold at they beat Eastern Illinois, but you're you're safe with Pitt beating UMass. Yeah, I don't know. Come on, Smithy, get on the Gamecock bandwagon.
1: Come on, now, man. We're gonna compare Pit and South Carolina. And I like, listen, I'm on, I'm going to get a South Carolina shirt because we like Steve Tannehill so much. And I love Beamer. I like what he's doing. I like the culture there. I don't know. So, I mean, Hey, listen, if they go in there and win that game tomorrow, I'll come on next week and say I was dead wrong. And you guys were right. I think this one, keep an eye on this. A lot of people like East Carolina at home. And I think East Carolina is going to get the win. Q, I
0: expect some beers to be had at the pub and you, Raz and Smitty, when the game talks are up. <laughs> what time's what
1: time that game tomorrow?
0: Noon. Oh, oh noon. Be-
1: okay, great. That's awesome. Okay.
2: All right. So we'll move on from that. I will uh, certainly be tweeting out when South Carolina's up. <laughs> um, great. Doing- I got to
1: hear this all day from Q. So, okay. Great. Me-
2: and <laughs> a drill's in the middle of the pub. We'll line some chairs up. Those yep. are like your. And we'll just get after it.
1: We'll break down film. Break All down right. film tomorrow.
2: Okay, let's move on to probably the biggest game. I won't even say probably. It is eh, it's it's 1A and 1B. So at noon on Fox, you have number 12 Oregon traveling to the East Coast. Play number three Ohio State. Ohio State, I want to say the line started at 13 and a half. So if you got it there, kudos to you. It's currently 14 and a over under 63 and a half. So we are playing this game as a podcast challenge against Big Fat Winners. We took over three and a half, um, and Smitty came up with that line, and, and, and I thoroughly liked it, and we all agreed to it. So Oregon and Ohio State's defense were not impressive. Oregon gave up 24 to Fresno State. Ohio State gave up 31 to – um, Minnesota. And I think they would have gave up more if Ibrahim didn't get injured uh, in the second half. Uh, but both teams can score. Oregon put up 31. They're fast. They should be able to score in Ohio State. Ohio State put up 45. Um, and I would say Minnesota's defense is probably comparable to what Oregon brings to the table. Thibodeau may or may not play. Uh, if he does play, uh, I, I think he's gonna be a non-factor. And then I believe Nails, you said they're missing one of their um starting safeties or dbs is that
0: is that what you heard i thought so but it's not definite i heard some info today i was tuning in and out during work so all right um cj stroud i'll just keep it quick i think at, he's had
2: a, a a good second half on the road in a tough environment last week now he gets to come home relax a little bit he's got a good win under his belt played phenomenal football uh in the second half in my opinion Uh, So I think he settles down and just continues to rise to
0: stardom. Um, Here's my take on this. So I love the over. That's why we're going to ride it. And that really hasn't changed. That's kind of held steady at 63 and a half. It wasn't for a cup of coffee. The line wasn't uh, minus 13 and a half for the Buckeyes, but it's creeped up and up and up. And Smitty keeps saying that everybody seems to be on Oregon, but the line's not going down. So I'm not sure how much. The public is on it versus the big money is on the Buckeyes. I would love to get that number back down to 13 and a half. If you can buy that at a cheaper price, I take the over and I, and I roll the Buckeyes minus 13 and a half.
1: I saw a line. Now, if this is true, one in five ATS last six home games by Ohio state. Not sure if that's correct. I saw it. I read it. You know, Oregon, I I had Fresno state last week. And that was a winner. I gave that out and it was a winner. I, I and again, you know, Thibodeau, not, or is it Thibodeau? What's his name again? Yeah. Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Okay. That's going to be an interesting call. You know, listening to the show last night, Sean King, Tim Murray, nightcap on V-SIM. We've had both guys on the show. Great guys. They really hammer great information and they have great people on there. They had the beat writer, one of the beat writers from Oregon on there and he wasn't sure yet if the guy was going to play or not. I think Oregon's, I think Oregon's going to score some points. Anthony Brown, uh, you know, this isn't Mariota or this isn't Justin Herbert there at Oregon. I think Ohio State's going to score a lot of points too. I mean, their offense is just dynamite. So that's why I believe the smarter play in this, if you're going to play it, is take the over than the game. It just, a lot of people are on this side and this side. I I can't get a good feel. If I had to, if you say, Smitty, you have to take it, I'd probably take Ohio State but I love the over as a better play.
2: All right, let's move on to the 1 o'clock slate. It's the only game in 1 o'clock that's decent, uh, at least at point in my opinion. So number 13, Florida traveling to South Florida. Over-under is 58.5. Florida's laying 28.5. I actually think um, this is a good line for Florida. I didn't like them last week against Florida Atlantic within Kosi Perry even though he's not at Miami anymore, he can move. He's mobile. It's first game. Um, you could tell Florida's going to have both quarterbacks gunning for the starting job, even though, um, Dan Mullins said, Emery is the guy right now. Um, so you're going to get good solid offense for four straight quarters to see who performs the best. Um, and, and what I saw with NC state 45 to nothing, I believe was the score. I mean, is just as good defensively as NC state, um, when it comes to South Florida, uh, they might score a touchdown against Florida, but I, I think Florida hangs up easily 40 something points on this team. Um, they have a huge running back tandem, and South Florida, I believe, gave up closer, if not over 400 yards rushing uh, last week. So I really like minus 20 and a half. It is on my card, and I actually don't mind the under. I believe I got the under in a teaser. I think I teased it up to. Under 62, I would take under 58 and a half because I just don't see South Florida scoring many points, but I also don't see Florida hanging 60.
0: All great points. I got no action on it. Um, Your Florida Gators are slowly starting to grow on me. I did a little research on them after last week, and I'm just kind of glancing down the road when they go up against Georgia. I see some intriguing plays there, but no play for me on this one. Well, hey, I'll tell you what, real quick,
2: JT Daniels' injury, to see how severe or non-severe it is, is going to play huge into that.
1: Yeah, that Heisman play didn't go very long, did it, for me? No. Not, not nope. very long. But, hey, you know, a little bit of pizza money. Why not? It was a flyer, so that happens. So uh, can't win them all. No, I have no play on this either. I, I think Florida, you know, you you had some talks about – and I didn't watch the game last week of Florida – I heard you know there were some good things with them. I heard there wasn't there wasn't some you know there were some bad things too. And there was a, even a close to some people saying about a quarterback controversy. So I don't you know that's Q's business. Q Q brings more information to the Florida Gators than I do on the show. So but South Florida is bad. Uh, this is a no play for me. I think I think Florida maybe blows them out, but no play for me on this one.
2: All right, let's go to the two o'clock slate. Virginia Tech coming off a big win against UNC to open the season. They are hosting Middle Tennessee State. It looks like the line right now is currently minus 20 in the over under fifty four 54-and-a-half. I'm just intrigued from a a fan standpoint. Does Tech kind of have a a look ahead next week to West Virginia on the road as well as a letdown spot after an an emotional win at home? Uh, I think it definitely helps them being at home right now. Uh, but Smitty, I know you have a play on it, so I'll let you take the floor.
1: Well, you know, I don't know much. I, you know, my whole my whole theme of this show, I think, is somewhat is rebound with some of these teams and maybe let down. And one is Virginia Tech. I like a teaser play. No, not straight teaser. I'm the teaser king. So I have some teasers. I have three teasers for the card tomorrow. I already gave out one. I like Middle Tennessee State up to about 25 and a half. I locked it in. I gave it out today. I like them plus the points in this. Take it up six more. Get them at 25 and a half. Virginia Tech has to win by 26 points or more for you to be a loser. I think they're coming off a big win at home on a Friday night against UNC, which they played unbelievable. I can see a little bit of a letdown. They win by maybe 1720 and you get a winner here on that. So that's my take on the game. Nails anything. I got no action on it. All
2: right. Okay. Another two o'clock slate Syracuse hosts Rutgers Rutgers minus two. I believe I got them at minus one and a half. It will be on my card over unders 52 and a half. I absolutely this is probably my favorite game of the week. I think it's an absolute lock for Rutgers. I just, I think from a coaching standpoint, Greg Shiano is better than Dino Babers. Um uh, I think he's going to rebuild this program, and I think we're seeing it unfold between our eyes. I do like Noah Vedral. He had some growing pains last year, uh, but I do think he has some upside, especially against Syracuse. who really has nothing to bring to the table. Uh, Rutgers forced five turnovers last week. They're going to blitz you, and they're hitting hard, and that's kind of Greg Shiano's, uh thing. Is you know He was a defensive coordinator in the NFL at times. Um, he just wants to hit you in the mouth and hit you in the mouth. And continue. Um, And then I I think Tommy DeVito is just going to be running for his life. Um, I I actually see Rutgers on the road, just, I don't know, seven to 14 point victory here against Syracuse. I'm not sold on Syracuse.
1: Matt, can we, can we take a road trip up to Rutgers this year? Because when we did (laughs) the big 10 show, Q was all over this team. And this was, this, uh, listen, we gave this out. This is one of our plays, uh, against big fat winners and I was not, I, I wouldn't say, I mean listen, I'm not going to point fingers if we lose this game tomorrow because I mean I said I agreed off to it and stuff and I have good numbers on this. Rutgers 5-0 ATS, last five road games. Syracuse, not really great numbers. ATS, uh, I read against Big Ten teams. I agree with Q. I love the coach. I love this. but Man, Q loves this Rutgers. I, team. I Goodness, let's do a road trip up to Jersey. I love, it.
0: hey. I love, uh, I'm on Q's bandwagon. I like, I had my biggest bet last week. Only other than Maryland was the Rutgers game. It absolutely saved my week. I love the Scarlet Knights. I love Bo Melton, at wide receiver. We can go to Jersey, get grab some White Castle, Harold Kumar, all the way up there.
1: Hell yeah. The only thing that scares me, and I'm going to just throw it out just to kind of put it on the show here. They, Syracuse went into a, you know, Ohio. I didn't think Ohio was going to be, and now their coach retired at a very kind of right towards the season. And I did not think, if you would have said Syracuse, I, I mean, I can't, it was like 27 to 9. I Somebody could look that up or whatever. I mean, you don't have to look it up, but it was something like that. I was a little shocked that they went into Ohio I thought that game was going to be a little close, and I think I even said to you guys off air, or maybe even on air, that I thought Ohio could maybe sneak that win, and it didn't happen. So, listen, I, I I like Rutgers too. I'm not, but I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a closer game than some people think on this one.
0: I actually don't. I agree with Q. I actually got this number one and a half also, but last week the the line I want to say off the top of my head was fifteen or sixteen. I actually bet it up and got a, a better number. I had Rutgers minus nineteen, I believe, last week. I because you lucked out because
1: of the hurricane, yeah, or the tropical yeah. storm, yeah, that came yeah. through, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that, yeah. No, I like and you know, listen. When was Rutgers good back in the day? Well, who was the coach? Well, it's the same guy that's coaching now. Yeah, the guy's yeah. the coach, and we we said it on the show, and I'm wearing the T-shirt. Probably should be here. But
2: well, there's two teams there, but they decided to have a little coup d'etat and they let the students run the team. Um, and then two, he should have Miami,
1: yeah, good possibility. So
2: I really messed up, but so you know, no, right?
1: And listen, I like the guy, I like what he brings. He brings kind of that toughness of like Jersey people and the theme of kind of like that area to the team. They're a very hard nosed team. I hope they play well. I hope they win. I think it's gonna be. Cl- I think it's gonna be a close game. I hope Rutgers gets it though.
2: Well, we'll be watching that one from the pub.
1: And I like Watch- you know Babers too. I've said it. I, I'm I'm shocked that that program. It looked like it was gonna take off, and now it's kind of like,
2: eh. Aired that's that quarterback. I can I can picture him, but I can't think of his name. He could run. He could throw a deep. But yeah. after I, I
1: I thought it was a good win by Syracuse last week though.
2: Oh, the old the old Shiano quarterback you're talking about.
0: No, 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 uh, Babers. He inherited that that quarterback two years ago. Who oh, could win. um he actually won me the Fantasy League, and I forget his name as well. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the 230
2: game. Smitty, I can't remember if you had anything on this. Number eight, Notre Dame hosting Toledo. Notre Dame minus 17, currently over under 55 and a half. I don't have a play, but I am curious to see. What Notre Dame does after their coach just obliterated them on a post-game quick press conference with, I believe Maria, Tate. and she just simply asked, "Hey, what what did you think about escaping?" Oh, well, he tried to make a joke.
1: He tried well, to make a joke. Yeah, but he read between the lines. I mean, they nah, up- I don't get into too much. It's the same. Okay, so and, uh, we don't get political here or anything. So I'm not going to get political. Same thing the next night. Then when. um Uh, Lane Kiffin made a comment about maybe just staying on the couch with COVID and everybody got in an uproar too. Everybody relax, quit taking everything so seriously in life and let's move on with it because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I don't think Lane Kiffin's comments was that big of a deal. He was making a joke, but that's just me. So if you disagree, that's fine.
2: I just think he was just trying to get Something in there as a jab as a team, you know, blow an 18 point lead and just not have anything to show for it. That's all well,
1: I don't like Brian Kelly either, so I don't care what happens to <laughs> Brian Kelly. <laughs> so.
0: okay. I just want to jump in real quick. Uh, I just read the USC transfer at linebacker who went to Ohio State is immediately eligible. Oh, in yeah, four, in 14 games last year, I believe they showed he had 148 tackles or something. Yeah, it was something crazy he was a monster yeah uh, uh that's immediately a boost to the ohio state defense real quick did um uh, did i heard it on
2: maybe a podcast or something this morning scott satterfield was in an interview and i asked what do you like about louisville or something he said the airport's close like he's just what a weird thing there was
1: there was some weird they said that checking out <laughs> yeah that's some weird stuff going on there that's, yeah that was- and I like him because he came from, if I believe, he came from Appy State, correct?
0: He did yeah, he did.
1: Yeah, that's a weird. Like, what happened there?
0: Like, all right, back back to Notre Dame though. I, I actually do have uh, two likes on this. I don't. I haven't made any wagers yet. I actually like the over because Toledo has a really good offense, and Notre Dame showed that they can actually score pretty well in their first game. Not like Toledo has a uh, bone crushing defense, and I actually like Toledo. To somehow backdoor cover this number, if you can get it at 18 instead of 17, would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, I like. I told Q uh, on the phone today. I was going to jump on this as a teaser, and I like Toledo in this because Notre Dame. If you look, they're down like three or four linebackers now are out.
0: Yeah. Yep. They're they're down 2 they're down three.
1: Yeah. So you know this is. Toledo and if you listen to our show that we did in the Mac with Skippy from big fat winners, I think all of us were very high on Toledo. This is, this is one of those games that coming off a big win. Then you had the controversy, like Hugh just brought up about like Brian Kelly's comments. And again, I'm not condoning what he said. So I'm going to say that on air before we probably get blasted me saying that I, it just, again, it was, a, I think it was a joke. It was it in poor taste. Make probably so but again everybody relax on some comments by people um but this is a sneaky game keep an eye on this one the thing i missed up on was i waited too long for this and this goes back like with the teasers we talked about matt with like the nfl sometimes you got to jump on it quick this one dropped really really quick with um the points down and I wish I would have got it right when it opened with Toledo and taken it up six more points. I think Notre Dame wins, but I think this is a little closer than people think.
2: All right. Is uh, the only three o'clock game that looks even bettable, the uh, Purdue minus 34 and a half playing UConn. So obviously Randall Edsel came out probably four or five days ago now. And said he's going to leave after the season. And then six hours later, he goes, actually, I'm going to leave now. Um, so they, have an interim coach, one of their coordinators. um, Did you see the
1: video? Can I, can I interrupt? Did you see the video when he was talking to the team? I think it was last week and he had them bring like, like he was going to try to do the, like the hands in, Mm. and none of the players did any hands in and he kind of just like did it himself. And they said, this is a guy that's taking over the program.
2: No, I missed that. Oh
1: my goodness. You talk about, he was trying to like rally the troops And get them fired up and put their hands in a huddle and none of the guys did it what a train wreck this program is it's it's time to go it's time to drop this from division one and go back because it's done it's done i don't know if purdue can cover that's a big number but it's it's done at connecticut
0: if i were to bet it i'd take purdue at minus 34.
1: i would i would too
0: oh absolutely Personally, in not betting it, I
2: just don't know if Purdue has enough firepower all four quarters to do it. I don't know if just get up 31, nothing and just coast. Uh, but if I had to, you know, life or death, put a bet on, I would take Purdue in the number. All right. 330. I always like watching this. I don't have a bet on it. It's Air Force Navy. Uh, it's just a fan thing. Military 911s. It's pretty, pretty cool this year. Um, if you guys don't, we'll just move on. Um under, you- under under okay all right uh i believe last time they played it was 47 air force which would take the over
1: i i think i think the better team is air force by by far
2: absolutely all right 330 ball state going to penn state minus 22 penn state over under 58 Somebody take this yeah this
1: this this is one of my teasers i i told you a couple of minutes ago middle tennessee state up to 25 and a half against Virginia tech. I I had ball State up to 27 and a half against Penn state. Reason why I am doing this, you know, Penn state, big win. I did not think that was going to happen at all. Defense played unbelievable. If you look at that Penn state game last week, Wisconsin was on the field so much on that first half. And that Penn state team did not bend at all. I am not sold on the Penn state offense. I think Clifford's a joke. I said on the preview show of the big 10, he air balls throws all the time. Well, you saw it again, last Saturday, he hit one guy wide open. There was no one near anybody. I could, if I could throw a football probably past five yards, I probably could have done that too, but I don't know if I could throw the ball that far like he did. So I like ball state ball state's a good team in the Mac. I'm going to take it up six more points. I'm going to match it with middle Tennessee state and that is my second teaser that I like. Ball State hangs in this game. Another reason why this is, that place is going to be rocking tomorrow. A lot of people, they take their football because I'm from that area very seriously. They're eyeing next week's game. Ball State's not a bad team. Don't sleep on Ball State tomorrow. Take it up some more six points. That game's going to be, eh, Penn State's going to win the game. I'm not saying Penn State's not going to win the game or lose the game. They're going to win the game. It's going to be close though for a little bit. They'll pull away, but they're going to. Ball State will cover the teaser. I have no
0: action on it. I actually don't know what to make. Um, I think if I were to look bigger picture, I would probably look the under. Uh, I don't think Penn State can drop a forty bomb, and I don't think Ball State's going to drop twenty on Penn State's D. So I think Smitty's number is right. I think if you can get it anywhere from twenty two to twenty eight. Take ball state getting the points, but I look the under. All right. 330 game that I have a lean on,
2: just <laughs> simply because of who they're playing. I lean Boston College minus 37 against UMass. UMass is absolutely horrendous. There's no reason why Boston College um with their receiver and Flowers and Djurkovich couldn't hang this easily, uh, but it's just a lean. That's all I got for that.
0: Just I only have one 3-30 action myself, and that's the over in the Texas A&M-Colorado game. And it's only because Colorado showed so poorly last week, and I think Texas A&M has to stay on the gas to keep up with Bama and the other top four, because they're going to be on the outside looking in. So I think they're going to try to keep on the gas and keep the points high.
2: Yeah, I like that. I like that. A&M should hang out 45 themselves.
1: You hope, I mean, the quarterback, very athletic. I watched a little bit of that game. I think it's uh, uh, King, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong on the name. I think it's King. Very athletic. Turned the ball over a couple of times, but very athletic. Um, both running backs. I have Spiller on my fantasy. The other kid is really good, too. Yeah, I agree with Matt. I think this one's I, I could see Texas A&M trying to put some points on the board. I think that's yeah. a good call by Matt.
0: It's Haynes King. Uh, he just needs to, <laughs> I hate to say it, they need to actually take the ball out of his hands a little bit, throwing, <laughs> let him run a little more. He had three INTs last week. That won't cut it. But I think they can drop 40. And, I, I mean, Colorado, you would think at home, can get a, a 20 spot there and, and cover them. Run the ball. Run the ball. Yeah. Texas A&M. Yep.
2: All right. Saturday, 3.30, number two Georgia host UAB, Georgia 22 and a half over under 44 even. Smitty, I believe you had UAB in a teaser?
1: Yeah, I took UAB up. I mean, I was the one that was bragging up Georgia. I, I said Georgia was going to beat Clemson. So, I mean, that was, I mean, not a decisive uh, win, but, I mean, they won the game. Uh, my Heisman play not looking good and he didn't play great last week. And he's not even playing this week, but yeah, I took UAB up. I, I, I was impressed playing, watching them against, I know it's Jacksonville state on a Wednesday night and I lost that bet, but they have a very good defense. You get them up to 30 and a half with a backup quarterback. I think, I, I don't think George is going to cover uh 30 and a half. So I had them in a teaser, um, UAB. I think I think it's going to be they're going to compete. I think UAB is going to compete for a little bit with this game tomorrow. Letdown, too. You play Clemson and now you're coming in this week and then you lose your starting quarterback. I mean, maybe you're in a first half play on this. Jason I think hit one or two tonight. Maybe another one tomorrow for Jason.
0: I have no play. Um, I, Georgia didn't even, their offense didn't even score against Clemson. I, I can't believe this total is this low when you have Georgia Uh, at home but i think it's
1: 45 is man, is it still 45 it's down to 44
0: yeah i mean that's what
1: that's why that's one thing why i jumped on this on a teaser not to cut you off there but i looked at that when i saw that last night and then you can get uab up to 30 and a half and they have the over under that low i don't i don't see it that's why i love uab tomorrow
0: I think it's a great a great move, um, and then we talk a little Heisman. I'm pretty sure the next game we're going to go over. I can reach a little bit on the Heisman, so go ahead, Q. All right, Smitty, just take five seconds
2: and just reiterate your play. It's Saturday, four o'clock. South Alabama playing Bowling Green. Uh, South Alabama minus fourteen. Yeah, I
1: have I uh, I have South Alabama with a six point teaser. I have South Alabama down to minus eight. And I tease that with the 11 a.m. game, uh, UVA Illinois, and I had the uh, uh, tease the points up six more points, and I take the under 61 and a half, and that's a teaser play.
2: All right, all right. Probably the biggest game Saturday 4:30 on ABC. Number 10 Iowa travels to Ames to face number 9 Iowa State. state Stateland four and a half over under 46 and a half. Matt, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're talking about this game, i.e. Priest Hall. Um, I actually don't have a play. I just want to watch it. Um, as a fan, I really didn't study it. Uh, obviously, Iowa has a good defense. Iowa State, good offense. They always play this game close. Um, from what I've seen on Twitter as well as podcasts, some people believe half both ways is, is sort of a big line just because of how close they play the games. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Q. I'm ready to have a beer on the couch for this one. I I can't believe all I hear and read is everybody is on Iowa State. I thought Iowa played a great game last week. Granted, Indiana totally stunk, but Iowa played fantastic. And Iowa State limped home against Northern Iowa. And it's the typical letdown by the Cyclones. Now, they did get away with a win, which is great. And I'm shocked at how many people are still riding them. I I get it that they're at home. This is a huge rivalry. I mean, if Iowa knocks these guys off, they're going to jump up immensely in the polls. That's that's a huge power win. Iowa State catching or giving four and a half at home. I just think it's too much. I think this comes down to a field goal. Either way, I'm not
1: betting it, but I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, it's one of my plays, I gave it out. I'm I'm going to disagree with Matt here. I'm all over Iowa State. Iowa State last week, letdown game week one like the year before. Another one tight end did not play. Purdy didn't play great. They really bunched, Northern Iowa really bunched uh, up and really took away the run last week. I told everybody Iowa. I was on Iowa last week. I think I was the only one on the show that said Iowa last week. Indiana, not sold on Indiana. Offense line's not great. They got to it. Let's break down that game really fast. What happened in that game? First, one of the first plays, real long run, touchdown. Quick INT, touchdown. Other than that, I was struggling a little bit on that. Uh, Beatrice, eh, not looking great as a quarterback. A little bit iffy as a quarterback. I, this is, re, what did I say? The motto of this week for me is rebound, rebound, rebound. Iowa state's going to rebound. They're going to win. They're going to win by 10 points or more.
2: I like it. All right. Seven o'clock 22 Miami coming off of obliterating loss to Alabama. They are laying eight and a half against Appy state. Four and a half somebody. I know um, you have well, so take the floor.
1: Yeah. Uh, best bet of the weekend for me. I, I'm all, I'm all over Miami and I, I love it because, you know, um, we respect J-Boy. We like J-Boy. We're trying to get J-Boy uh, on the show. He says upset of the weekend is Appy State. I love Appy State. I love their program. Everything he said, I agree with. But here's the thing. And I'm not a big Miami fan. I've said it. I, But a lot of people think they get beat up because they play at Alabama. Yes, I I, I can see that. Yeah, Because playing Alabama is not easy. Thing is, though, you got to get right rebound i watched the second half of that they competed they competed with alabama did anybody not see that i did i mean no one's talking about that nick saban did in his press conference if you saw it i did i listened to it he said they they competed with us i'll tell you right now king's gonna go off i like out i like Appy. they're a good team Miami wins by double digits. They're going to cover the spread best bet, best bet of the weekend by Smitty. Take Miami, the Hurricanes. Your dad's going to start talking to me again because I like them so much. I got no action.
0: I, I'm actually not enthused by this game one bit, so I'm just going to stay away.
2: I'm with you, Nails. Hey, real quick, since you shout out uh, the J-Boys show hosted by Jay Crane, uh, he likes Appy State. He actually used to coach linebackers for South Alabama, so he would actually love that you're laying the points with South Alabama. Well, I, lo- I
1: hope I hope we can land him, man, because I really like his show and I, I respect his opinions. And I, the guy's a genius, and he's hey, he said he'd come on, so we're gonna hold him to his word. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll peer pressure him. <laughs> hey,
2: we'll we'll see what we can do. All right, huge game, seven o'clock slate. I don't have the line, so if, if you guys can help me out with this, so ODU, zero and one. There, hometown,
0: there is no line.
2: Hometown running back, uh, used to play at Penn State. Will will remain nameless. Uh, is no longer with the team. Todd Smith on that investigative news. And that was my
1: sister. <laughs> let, me, sister. Let, me, let me let me just throw that out. You know, my sister. Uh, you know, I'm not going to give my sister's personal information out here on the show. And she'll listen to the show. She likes the show. Um, she she um, a customer kind of knows everything about Virginia uh, football, and he kind of dropped that on. So I yeah, I mean, we researched that, and he is not on the team anymore. So
2: all right, former Penn State assistant coach is their head coach. Um, and last week, my wife, as Smitty and I are understand points are Smitty's begging her to take plus 31 and a half and she says no I'm gonna take them to beat Wake Forest. So then I tell her I'm overriding her decision as the man in the house. We're gonna take the 31 and a half and uh they lost by 32. So we owe Smitty a beer. Well so. a
1: beer or uh we can do um Campbell soup and uh grilled cheese. That'd be oh. fantastic because you know I like the pubs soup and a grilled cheese. So
2: we always got to shout them out especially because they one of three football teams last year to not play and I think it's desperately set that team back so I will continue to speak on that topic until they get their program right um
1: made soup grilled cheese winner
2: the here okay you guys have anything on the liberty Troy game i know that had some heavy action if I, if i had a lean i would take liberty minus 4 i just and uh the the quarterback Willis uh for Liberty, I think he's a beast. And I think they'll uh, eke out a road win and cover.
0: I have no action on that. I do have a minimal lean on the another seven o'clock game. Memphis, Archie State. Look at the over 64 and a half.
1: Yeah, you know, um I think I think Liberty, I kind of if you're going to play this, I'd take Liberty. I like them. I like what Matt said there. And this was brought up. J cam was talking about this game and I think it's five and a half Memphis. And Matt was, so we were talking about this last night and I agree with Matt. I think this one, I think this one could be some points. I think if you're going to play the Memphis game and I I would go the over, I think Matt's right on with a really nice call there on that um, Memphis game.
2: All right. Another seven o'clock game. NC State minus one versus Mississippi State over five and a half. You guys got any?
1: Yeah, this this I'm going to jump in here because this is a teaser, and I really like the NC uh, State team. Uh, got us a win in the in the podcast challenge. Old man in the garage loves this team. I always have to give him updates on if they win and who they're playing and stuff. He loves NC State um, roots form, but I kind of like. I mean, I might be crazy here, but I've matched this up with uh, the UAB game. I think Mississippi State, what a comeback last week against Louisiana Tech, man. They looked like they were dead in the water and they came back and scored a lot. Now, I've heard some things that NC State plays a defense that has given the air raid. The teams that play this defense has given the air raid difficulties over the year with the Mike Leach system. But I'm going to take a chance here. I think. Mississippi state rebounds and they play this game's tight. I took Mississippi state up to plus seven and I matched it with UAB plus 30 and a half in a six point teaser.
2: All right. Another seven o'clock game. I have a lean on. I may end up making an official play. I'm actually going to go against the public on this 15 Texas travels to Fayetteville to play Arkansas. The line is minus seven. I, everybody's on Arkansas. I'm actually going to stick with Texas here. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, um, I think he's kind of right in the ship. I love Bijan Robinson. I think he's uh, climbing in the Heisman uh, competition. Uh, Hudson Card, you know, he, uh, he didn't do too, too bad last week. They also have Casey Thompson as a backup if need be. And I like Jordan Whittington. I think they'll just rally behind Bijan. I know Arkansas is a tough defense, but I think. Uh, through four quarters. I, I see Texas winning by a touchdown, maybe by that. Um, if you were to play this minus six and a half by that half point, but I I, I like Texas to cover this. So I may end up making an official play.
0: You I'm with you. I got no I got no dog in this fight. I don't understand the public's love for Arkansas right now. Sure, they're at home. This is actually an old school rivalry, but huge I, I, I personally don't see it. I, I don't see how Texas doesn't get out of here with it with a 10 point win. Just run Robinson all day. And you I mean, it may may go under, but I, I don't see how they don't win let's just say 30 to 20, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna
2: route them, but I see him covering.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough game. I mean, like Matt said, this really goes back a long time. And I know the Arkansas fans are fired up, and I think that the place is gonna be it's gonna be a rowdy environment. I, I agree. I mean, Texas looked good. I mean, I like Texas. I had them in a teaser um, last week. I thought they just looked better overall, more organized than they did under Herman last week. Arkansas. I like their, I like their program. I like their coach. I think this is an up and coming program. I don't know if they can get them tomorrow night, but weird things happen when you have a home game and the place can go kind of crazy a little bit. So uh, this is a no play for me. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm I'm pulling for Texas, and hopefully they can um, – if you guys play it, I hope they can get the cover. I, I'll
2: tell you what, this would be a Texas great teaser spot if you're going to play it. All right, moving on. 7.30, Missouri goes into Kentucky. Kentucky minus five over 156. I actually have this on my card. Yes, I have Kentucky minus five. Drinikowitz and Basilick didn't really look that great for me last week. I mean, they had the lead, but they were they were in a tight game until I want to say late in the third quarter, early fourth. Kentucky, Will Levis, they're finally starting to throw the ball. You know, they had that quarterback Wilson, Terry Wilson, I believe his name. Uh, they kind of wanted to run like a spread read option, uh, almost what RG three used to run back in uh, the mid two thousands with Baylor. Kind of gone more to a pro. I don't even know what you call it, a, a not even an air raid, but just a, a more pass-friendly pro-style offense, and it seems to pay dividends. Uh, I didn't think their running back was too bad. It's at home. I like Mark Stoops. He's got that program um, on the rise, and I think they'll continue to rise. I, I just don't know if Missouri's defense as well as like is going to be enough to keep them within five. So I'm actually laying Kentucky minus five at home.
0: You Know I was a big Missouri backer. Um they got a win last week. This is a rivalry game. This goes back some ways. I I don't have any action on it. But it is scary. I I personally like your play because I think Kentucky actually found something in in uh Levis at QB. It's kind of scary. Made don't or dash my hopes of Missouri getting their uh, over team win total, but no play. Q if I were to lean, I would I'd, I'd lean your way with Kentucky.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had this on. I don't know if I, I hadn't I put it on my official card. I have to see if I put it in the Pick'em contest, but I'm not sure. I have to go back and look at my plays on this. I agree, I'm with you guys. I I, I was all over Kentucky in this. Leave us, I, the Penn State transfer played unbelievable. I That the only one of the, the only game I lost in the Pick'em last week was um contest was Missouri. And they won by 10. I had them at four, minus four 14 against Central Michigan, which they just could not stop anybody. They couldn't stop them. I think Kentucky's going to put points on. This could be a little high scoring. Maybe look for the team points Kentucky because I don't think Missouri's defense is very good. I like their running back. I think it's Beattie uh, had like 205 yards rushing for a uh, Missouri. And I do like the Missouri quarterback. I think the guy's a smooth quarterback. Uh, but I do like this game. I think Kentucky covers it. Look for the team points because I'm not sold on Missouri's defense.
2: All right, I'm looking up team points real quick just to give that out. Um, team points. <laughs> I do not see them yet. So they may not have posted. It seems like this year with team points being posted, they're, they're really – Uh, putting a time crunch on. I noticed with FanDuel, Barstool. um, So that's just something to be wary of. I just want to see.
1: And, you know, we talked about it on the Mac show with Skippy. They're they're very – Central Michigan's a tough team. Now, the head coach, uh, the old Florida coach wasn't there. They had, uh, I think, one of the assistants coaching that. But that was just one that Missouri would score. They just could not make a stop. They just could not make a stop at all. Um, that's why, again, team points. I think Kentucky, a little bit of an air raid here. Uh, I think they could throw some points. I think they could throw some points up.
2: All right, let's move on. OK, 8 o'clock, the next game to cover. Uh, Washington goes on the road to Ann Arbor. Michigan minus six and a half over under 48. I don't have any juice in it. I just want to watch it. I want to see if Washington, as bad as they played against Montana. And I want to see if Michigan uh, can capitalize on either a good team or a bad team
0: and get a big win at home. I'm with you, Q. I got no action on this. I'm severely disappointed in Washington. I mean, (laughs) you lose to Montana you had uh, all the hype of possibly getting out of the Big 12 or the Pac 12 North now you're playing catch up already i mean what a letdown michigan looked uh, i'm not going to say really good they looked good you saw some talent there finally but then they lost uh the wide receiver and i think they lost somebody else i'm not sure maybe somebody on defense off the top of my head I think this is going to be an ugly game. I think that's why the over-under is so low at 48. No play for me. I, I will enjoy watching this one.
1: Yeah, this is my team. I mean, I'm going to be excited. I'll be in full gear, ready to go on the couch and enjoying this. You know, the thing, we were high on Washington. I think myself and Matt were. I, and we both, I think I think if I'm correct, Matt, we were both high on Utah also. And But Morris – Morris played really bad, 27 out of 46, three INTs. I mean, you just can't do that. They have a five star kid, and I would not be shocked if Morris struggles right out of the gate that you see the freshman come in in this game. Matt said it being a Michigan fan, Ronnie Bell was a major blow, major blow on that game. Um, they're going to pound the ball, but Washington can really stop the run. McNamara. Uh, play, I think it's McNamara, the quarterback, uh, played really well. Uh, but this is a spot that, it is, uh, you know, I've said rebound for a lot of these teams. Well, this is a rebound spot for Washington. I wouldn't touch this game. I hope Michigan wins. I had their win total over for the season. So uh, hopefully go Michigan and hopefully they win. And um, I think it's going to be a tight game, though.
2: All right, I just actually added Texas minus six-and-a-half to <laughs> the <laughs> point. Oh, keep firing. Winners keep firing. Listen, He's i have person. He's a rifleman. Uh, I really like this card, so I'm hopefully going to take advantage of it now. It could be a total dumpster fire, and I can go one and six my plays, but I really think there's some good value in week two games. Um, all right, I actually have no other plays. Do you guys have
0: any plays on games I didn't touch? Crazy you say that. So I actually have very few plays early. I have three games remaining on my playlist. I'll I'll hit them all real quick. Bang, bang, bang. My play of the week is Utah minus seven against BYU in the Holy War. I'm pretty sure Utah's won nine in a row in this. It's not even a rivalry anymore. BYU struggled last week to barely get a W against a bad Arizona team on a neutral site. Not a fan, sign me up for Utah minus seven.
1: Yeah, uh, let me. Can I just jump in if you don't yeah. mind? If I have an opinion yeah. on your games, Matt, yeah, I agree with Matt here. I, I mean, 11 and five ATS last 16 games, Utah, uh, last five they covered in this series. Um, the you know, a lot of if you look the last four times they played three and one on the under in this, so like at but Matt said it very well. BYU, I watched a little bit of that game. That was a bad – that's a bad Arizona team. And they hung right with BYU. Um, BYU. You know, you don't have Zach Wilson quarterbacking anymore there. So, I agree with Matt here. I I like Utah. We're both high on Utah. Take the minus seven. Take Utah. Utah will cover this game. All right.
0: My uh, next play, 10-30, Stanford, USC. Stanford is – trending down uh the david shaw he even though he's so good and tenured there is going to get turned up i believe a little bit i actually bet this on sunday i got this at usc minus 14 the line is now minus 17 i wouldn't touch the minus 17 but i absolutely love it at minus 14 so i got that one locked in
1: yeah, I mean this was another game last week that I took. I took Kansas State uh at Jerry World, uh, minus I think three and a half against Stanford. That game was not really never in doubt. Stanford didn't do much. I mean, Stanford's very boring. Stanford's 0-6 ATS last in um ATS in September. USC's four and one ATS last five. Home team's been covering this. I'll tell you what, Matt, I'm gonna throw it right now. You said, I mean, you got a great number at that. You get that. I don't even care if it's at 17. Take it up to 18. Take USC.
0: <laughs> love it. And my last play, another 10-30. UNLV on the road goes down to Tempe and plays the number 23, Arizona State Sun Devils. I don't like the line. It's minus 34.5, but I love the over 54.5. I actually already bet it, and I got it at 53.5. So it's trending in my favor. I love it. Sign me up for some late night Skinamax plays. I'll tell you what,
1: Matt might have just taken over the Skinamax late night plays through the line, betting through the lines. I love all his plays. I'm excited now. I might jump on these late. I might see if there's a great movie on Cinemax late tomorrow night, but jump on Maddie Nails's picks because, Maddie, I agree with you here. Take the over in this. Arizona State's going to put up a lot of points. And guess what? UNLV's going to put some points on the board, too. This is going to be an over. You're going to watch some great movie. Through the lines, if you don't have cable, you're going to just keep betting Matty's games here and you're going to go 3-0. and I love all Matt's games. There. Man, those were dynamite yep. there.
0: Wow. Late plays. Late plays, I'm locked in. I'm going to go out for a nice little dinner tomorrow, come home and catch all these games.
1: You're going to catch some great games and hopefully a great movie on late night through the lines. kind of axe, too, and you're, that's a win-win yeah. for everybody.
0: All
2: right, boys. Uh, We've Got a lot of plays out there, a lot of leans, a lot of advice. Um, I have nothing else. Do you guys? No,
1: I got one more. Sorry.
2: Sorry.
0: I do
1: too, then. okay, <laughs> I didn't know we were done. I got one more. One more. It might make my card. Here's another late night through the line, Cinemac. We got like six tomorrow. We usually try to do one. We got like six. Keep an eye on the Hawaii-Oregon state over tomorrow night. Hawaii's allowing... Close to 40 points a game so far. Oregon scored. They played one game. They lost. I had the Purdue game last week against Oregon State. But Oregon State put up 30 points at Purdue. Man, these games have been hitting overs at Oregon State. Keep an eye. If you're bored, nothing on skin max, take this over, and you're going to win some money. All right.
0: my So I'm going to try to give an underdog winner every week last week i gave out maryland to upset west virginia Mm -hmm. this week my underdog winner of the week is going to be northern illinois getting seven but take the money line to beat wyoming at home
1: even though northern
0: illinois is absolute dog turds when we went over them on our mac breakdown they surely didn't look like last
1: week they root they root my teaser
0: They've already started out
1: one and zero and
0: caught a little juice here. And Wyoming coming east, give me that, give me that money line win. It's going to be ugly, but give me that money line win on the Saluki.
2: I like that play a lot, Matt. We'll start keeping track of those. You know uh, what, Q? Do
1: you got do you got one tomorrow? I'd love to throw everybody throw one out real quick.
2: No, I I don't have one. I I'd have to. I'll
1: okay i'm gonna throw one out just because i said it out and i kind of went and you guys kind of like ripped on me a little bit i'll take east carolina against south carolina tomorrow love it
2: you want a dog Mountain. Dog. dog dog all right let me see
1: here. I, I, i'm going to say i'm going to take over for a second here's another one because we're just trying to give you the most winners information Hughes looking at that. Keep an eye on the Cal game tomorrow. Cal got out 14 0 against uh, Nevada. Nevada came back and won that game. But I'll tell you what, if you listen to the show, I'm not impressed by TCU. They played Duquesne last weekend. Cal is 11. I'll tell you what, keep an eye on Cal tomorrow to cover that and keep that game close.
0: All right. Uh money line and for anybody listening i'll post my plays either late tonight or early tomorrow morning from the gym i got them all written down i just got to go over and lock in lock in a couple more and see what i want to post officially
2: all right i'll I'll give you one it's a it's a main game i don't know i mean obviously per the number of their dogs um but i'm looking at the card i would say my dog money line if I had to pick one, be Iowa to win outright. Like it, but I don't have your odds on that. But uh, I think that, uh, that.
1: I well, I had Iowa State at uh, minus four and a half. I don't know if it changed today.
2: No, 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 no. Plus, I don't know that. Oh, the- money line,
1: money line. Sorry, not against the spread. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I, I no, know, that's one. a good one. I like Q. That's a good play. That's good. I'll tell you one that I have on and I might add here and I had it marked. So I'm going to say it one more time. So we're trying to give out as many games as possible. I think UNC bounces, just blows out Georgia state tomorrow. They're minus 26 and a half. I think they blow out, blow out Georgia state.
2: All right, boys. We will hopefully bring you guys winners to your piggy banks, your wife's, pocketbooks to your account that your wife doesn't know about. And we will see you this week for our recap of the NFL college and get you ready for week three. That's all I got.
0: Thanks for listening to the notebook
2: wagering podcast. Make sure you subscribe. So you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at notebook wagering until next time.